you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBA Juice Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Leisure Suit Larry, bringing you the hottest comedy. If you've ever used the hashtag, not all men, then you're going to love the comedy of Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, let me introduce the uh, <laughs> the Suit Tycoon crew. Um, a returning champion of the show, someone I'm, I, can't, I can't believe we got back on the show. In hot in hot demand, uh, Mr. Alec Robbins. How you doing, pal? Hello, I'm doing great. Okay, uh, happy to be here. So, it's 2020. It is, which means someone's got a brand new sound effect. Oh my god! This I is the third sound this. effect round for Alec Robbins, uh, and I think you're gonna be delightfully surprised. <laughs> I'm into. <laughs> it seems I was right about the world's speed and power exceeding that of Star Platinum. <laughs> Thank you. I I am delighted. <laughs> do do you it, know what that is? There's some JoJo in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What was the first? Was that from one of the JoJo games? It is from. Uh, I think it's. So I just I just found the most out of contexty JoJo English dub on YouTube. It might and be from the OVA. Yeah, yeah. It's something. It's it, the clip is called Dio versus Jonathan. Something like Jonathan? That. Maybe Jonathan. Because one of them is named Jonathan. That might be it. That <laughs> might be Jonathan it. Joestar. All the. Sorry. Thank you for taking notice that I'm really into JoJo. Right. Now. Right. Right. Well, this is the first time I haven't given you a Sonic the Hedgehog I, sound effect. I know, but it kind of sounded like Sonic anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I guess maybe just like the anime of it yeah. probably did. But I, At first, I thought it was Shadow's voice from Sonic Adventure 2. It might be the same voice actor. We don't know. Oh, my God. That, that happens sometimes. You're just like, oh, wow, those two people. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, so you're a big JoJo fan right now. Yeah. I, I have been doing a lot of burning Dreamcast games and playing them on my Sega Dreamcast. There's some JoJo fighting games. Well, there's the JoJo Bizarre Adventure fighting game. Yeah. And I burned that, and my copy uh, didn't work. I hate I'm, to announce. I uh, I'm glad it didn't because that would mean you got to play it and I didn't. Oh right, so but if it ever does work, we <laughs> gotta get, get to ex- we gotta get an extra controller and play through the campaign yeah, or whatever. Okay. Now I'm uh, sad it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, well I'm not a Sue. So I'm not like right now a JoJo fan, but I'm I'm like gonna be soon. Does that make sense? You're you know you're about to try it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You yeah. know you'll probably like it. Yeah. Now we gotta introduce yes. the guest sitting uh, to your left. This is someone who's never been on the show before. I can't believe we got this guy. Again, in hot demand. In hot demand. Uh, uh, a, a comedian. Writer. Um, I would call you a video game a connoisseur. <laughs> uh, Mr. David Zwick. How you doing, pal? Doing good. Alec, who's demanding us? <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and by hot, I mean like mad. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Mad, by furious like, demand. Like burning under the collar. Too, and we've got like steam coming out of our ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, David, everyone who comes on the show gets a sound effect. Are you ready to hear yours? Yeah, I'm very excited. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, float. <laughs> Whoa. So that's Navi, and then what's following up there? That's Link's sound effects for sure. Like yeah. attacking. I don't know what the last thing. Was. Yeah, that is Link uh, hitting something like, like in, hitting almost a like in Smash Bros. Okay. Oh, it's, it's like a star. It's like a spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. the baseball bat or something. Like a ba- like a bat hit in Smash Bros. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Not like in actual baseball. Yeah. So, no, I, yeah. I I know. <laughs> I was delighted to find the sound effect because I didn't have to do any editing to it. Like, the sound effect presented itself to me like this, and I was thinking of this whole story in my mind, like, Navi's bugging Link too much. So he takes out his bat and just knocks Navi to the moon. 
And someone had already pre-crafted that for you? I guess so. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked up Na- I looked up sound effects for Navi, and it just came rapid fire in succession, a bunch of them, and then Link gets pissed at the end. Oh, that's great. I they they that. must have been thinking that when they put that is together. It, is it, like, was that a longer clip? Was that one portion? There of was more clip? Navi at the beginning, okay. and I cut some of that. Got it. Sure. It, was, it was a lot of And Navi. I'm glad there's not, like a very common male name that you can't read attached to the sound effect. Oh, right. Yeah, like, there's yeah. no Jonathan. There's no, yes. like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mitchell. Right, uh, yeah. right. Yeah. Just, yeah. It is what it is. Yes. Right, yeah. I love that the sound, the name I probably couldn't read was Jonathan. Yes. That is... <laughs> that is the, that's what I'm directing that comment towards. That is... Um, I mean, there's uh, a lot of room for... Humiliating. <laughs> yeah. When... It's getting translated from Japanese to English. But it's right. All, yeah, like it, sometimes yeah. the spelling changes. It's probably the localization is why I couldn't yeah. read it. Uh, Wait, whatever. I, with that sound effect thing, was that like a video with the Navi one? Is that just one where it's playing through every sound effect? Yes. In a, okay. It's like playing through all the files. I and They're like so rapid fire because it's just looping like right, right into the next. I watched one of those last <laughs> night in full for some reason. Wario Land 4 Wario Noises. And oh. it's, every, it's like a four-minute video, and I just didn't turn it off. I just sat through. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 no. Wow. Let's go. Like, that's, one after the other. That's great. Delightful. Wait, is Wario Land 4 a GameCube game? Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance Wario game. World is the GameCube one. Okay. Never played that one. Never played it either. I, yeah, I never either. played Wario World. Made by Treasure, yeah. um, which is the, the Gunstar Heroes developer. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. For the Game Boy Advance game um, is? I mean, or? They, no, 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 no. Wario World is. Oh, Wario yeah. World is. Game yeah. Boy Advance one was made by one of the EAD teams at Nintendo, one of their, like, their internal teams. Gunstar Heroes. Oh now that's a freaking game. Now that's a freaking <laughs> game. Now that's a freaking game. Have you played that, David? I've never played Gunstar Heroes. Great co-op oh, game. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Oh, co-op. Oh, I have to find a friend. Well, you can play it solo. Well, yeah, I, I played okay. it. I played yeah. it solo. Okay, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's Trust. like Metal Slug in the sense that like it's a lot of fun if you get some buddies in there too. Cool. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't invested in one of these, I strongly recommend the Sega Genesis Mini. You it, sold me on it. It comes with 40 games, all of the best Sega hits that you didn't play as a kid. No, I mean, I had a Genesis. Oh, you did? Instead of... Uh, Super Nintendo. My dad had like a Super Nintendo from when he was a bachelor, like the, whatever the first system was. I can't be in the room with David. Yeah, <laughs> I love uh, your swinging dick bachelor dad with yeah, his wow. Super Nintendo, uh, which he never played, and then got a Genesis for me, like when I was like six or seven. Like awesome. I definitely remember playing the Lion King Sega Genesis game awesome. when I found out I was getting a brother instead of a sister and was very disappointed <laughs> oh man i mean i mean i i think sisters are better that's I, what i, I have, asked I'm, for I, have I am not making that choice <laughs> um, okay. i really didn't like the brother i already had i didn't want another <laughs> one of those yeah. yeah yeah i wanted to try something new yeah i wanted to see what else was on the menu right right you wanted to be a big brother to a a to a big sister. To a big sister. <laughs> yeah. No, and I knew if I got a sister, she was going to be big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's going to be huge. Okay. Um, Any sister of mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Size-wise, huge. Uh, yeah. I got to ask, uh, Alec Robbins. Oh, yeah. What have you been playing, my pal? That's a great qu- So I legitimately put a pause on playing games for a little bit because I'm I'm busy and working on I like this instead. choice. Um, but the last one I played all the way through... Uh, what was I? I? I was trying to play Disco Elysium a little bit. I, mm. I love it. I just mm-hmm. didn't get very far yet. What are you playing that on? Uh, PC. Very cool. Yeah. I don't usually play PC games, but every once in a while something's like only available on there. Do you what kind of PC you have? 
I have I have a Surface Studio, so I use it to draw and edit, and it's not the most powerful, but it'll play some games. But it, it, Disco Elysium runs well on it. Yeah, that game doesn't seem that demanding. I might. Is it? Hmm. It's it's not. Hmm. I mean, this it's, changes everything. You should give it a shot. You might, I I might. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have these these Macs, and as we all know, Macs don't play anything. No, they, they, don't, they really they don't. But if I, it might you can play, mu- this. you can play a Steam game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can jump into a couple of Steam, some Steams. some like really uh, like 2005 era Steam games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can play the bridge game I gave up on pretty quickly. The oh. Poly Bridge. I never. Those looked like Flash games that I would have loved playing in middle school. In yeah, the computer lab. I liked Poly Bridge, and then realized what I really liked about it was watching other people be brilliant at it. On you want, like YouTube, YouTube. Videos, yeah, like, yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Baba um, is you kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it's loving watching people be good at it. You can play about thirty percent of that game before you feel like the dumbest person in the world. Yeah. That is the game I'm playing the most right now. I love Baba. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I, but it hurts my brain when you get to a point where you can't get any further i i super recommend just looking up what the rest of the game oh it's a game where i have no like it's a thing i feel about game playing if i've spent 20 minutes and can't move on i have no qualms about like what do i need to do next right because (laughs) otherwise i like uh it it wastes uh, it's a waste of time it filters into my anxiety of like i'm just a dumb guy i'm just a <laughs> I'm bad at video I'm, oh, no. I'm not even i'm not even competent in other areas no. of my life but i need to be i can't even be competent in my leisure baba is exceptionally <laughs> obtuse as it gets further on and like, i can't play it before bed oh why you because it too... hurts my brain <laughs> You, want, like, you, a, you, a you smoke, game. right? You you smoke uh, weed. I'm a party going weed guy, okay, but I okay. am not a. a, a I recre- forget. I honestly, I forget to smoke at home. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I, it's, you're not against it. You just I, like it yeah. never crosses my mind. Yeah, you always wake up every morning like, oh damn it, I, I forgot. Um, <laughs> I I want uh, to I want to do an episode soon that's like playing games high. Like what kind of games are good high? Oh. Baba is you is the type of game that's not good high. Oh, it'd be a because it mess. sobers you up, whereas you want like something to expand your mind. This this game it makes you think too it's hard, too and you get yeah, you get sober. Like I, some dense RPGs are like that too, where it's like I can't fucking play this high. A good game to play high is like Sayonara Wild Hearts. Oh, I loved that. That was yeah. Great. Now that's fun to play high because that's just moving a little thing around. Yeah, you know, it's it's easy to control and it's visually stimulating. Yes, Tetris Effect. Tetris Effect. Oh, oh man, that would be great. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you've been playing a little Disco Elysium. I like that. I, I also love this choice to take a break. It's it's here's why. I was unemployed for like four months, and I played more games in that period than I played in the past five years. I think. I also like that choice. I compl- I completed like. I think from the time Fire Emblem came out, I, I chained together like Fire Emblem, Astral Chain, uh, Goose Game, Link's Awakening. Whoa. Um, what else? Uh, oh, Death Stranding. Mm. Like a, a long Outer a, Worlds. A lot of Outer Worlds. Yeah, like yeah. A, a lot of very long, big hit games. Did you play Luigi's Mansion? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Like Pokemon. Pokemon. Like, all of these were just in this one long stretch. Games came out one after the other, and I'm like, I I shouldn't be spending money because I'm not working, but I have nothing else to do right yeah. now, and I dove into it so i'm like i got to the end of that tunnel and i said mm-hmm. i gotta stop for a second yeah but you will be happy to know that the closest game i came to picking back up again during this period was bloodborne oh because I, I want to <laughs> i want to finish bloodborne for real yeah and after playing sekiro i'm now confident that i'm good enough to beat it oh you can yeah you can i i believe in you do you, i need to buy sekiro because it, it's I, so well reviewed i, I just it. haven't gotten it i'll tell you this so i Dark Souls three I bought. Um, that was the first Dark Souls I tried. Yeah, I loved it. Is it the? It's the same. It's the folks? same developer from. Uh, and I got like. Is it as punishing? 
Yes. Okay. But but no but, but here's but here's what's up. So Dark Souls three. Yeah. I played like an hour or two of it. Loved everything about it. Was so bad at it that I couldn't progress, and I got frustrated, and I kind of regretted spending money on it. Did the same <laughs> thing with Bloodborne. Exact same situation. Loved it even more. Was even worse at it. And I fell for it the third time with Sekiro, but that time it clicked and I was able to beat 99% of the game. Got it. So now I feel like I should go back. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're... Blood, Bloodborne's in my backlog. I just have not turned it on. Yeah. Bloodborne's like my favorite game of all time. Right. And Sekiro is like such a, it's like such an amazing, like fun, cool experience. But I think like aesthetically Bloodborne to me is like that Victorian Gothic sort of werewolves and Lovecraft like vibes, which I like better than like feudal Japan Lovecraft vibes. Right, (laughs) but they're similar. Uh, I really did like the setting of Sekiro, but I do. Yeah, yeah, I prefer. I mean, if you like cherry blossoms, get Sekiro yesterday. And I think this is probably true of all From games, but the sense of geography you get because you're playing the same segments of levels over and over again. And, like, I intimately knew all of these locations in the game, and it helps that they were so beautifully designed and, like, smartly designed, too. And Sekiro's got a lot of verticality, so you're doing a lot of, like, climbing up onto buildings and jumping down. It's like those those Batman Arkham games, but blown up to be a little more, uh, like, not open world, but, but playground-y. You have oh, great. more room. I mean, because uh, uh, Gotham in the, yeah, the and Batman games is, is open world. Yeah. Like, you can hop in anywhere. You can dive anywhere. It's this, fun. This is kind of like, it's not open world, but it, everything feels better designed. Like, oh, cool. You have eight different routes to get anywhere, and all of them are equally challenging, but different enough that you feel like stimulated each time. It's great. It's, cool. it's better than open world in a way. Because yeah, even though you can walk from one end of the map to the other if you wanted, yeah. maybe that's not true. There's, but, there's, yeah, it's, yeah, there's but, like a couple like loading zones. Right. I'll uh, play it in April. That's Cherry yeah. Blossoms. Yeah. That's, that's when perfect. the Cherry Blossoms are out. That's oh, if you got... I My friend Connor McCabe, friend of the show, he, he loaded it up yesterday on my behest. I was just... I was like, you gotta put it in. Put it in right now. Put it in right now. Because I fixed it. Our PS4s were doing this thing where they had this beeping. Uh, the eject button was like furiously beeping and shooting out discs anytime we'd put it in. Weird. So uh, I looked it up online and I, I, guys, I fixed our PS4s. I opened the thing up Whoa. and like cut the circuit from the eject button. So Whoa. now, like using electrical tape, not actual like scissors. Oh. Like I just like it cut off the circuit. Gotcha. So, uh, it's and scary it, to cut a wire. It is scary to cut. So, I didn't, yeah. I didn't cut wires. I just, I just basically blocked it from being able to eject using the, the front, you, uh, you hacked into the, the console. I hacked, I hacked the mainframe. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, now our PS4s are great again. And I uh, dusted that bad boy. Hers like a kitten. Uh, David, I got to hear. What have you been playing? You said Baba's You. Uh, Baba's You. So I'm in a place where it's very classically, like I'm a project guy, like constantly have a lot of things going. I am so close to finishing, I think, four games, and I've got a huge backlog, and I, I should just finish one of them. Uh, I need to finish Link's Awakening. Yeah, uh, but also, what if you started a new game? Yeah, uh, come I, on, I, you know? I, jump I really, in there. I really want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I need to finish Cadence of Hyrule. I need to finish. Oh, that was great. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. I think I only have like three floors, floors left. Mm. Um, you should push through that one. I, I want to. It's All of them so are good. accomplishable. Right. The one that's the biggest waste of time. It's like the easiest to jump into. Is like I uh, probably in like October. I probably. Uh, uh, my reckless uh, like uh, behaviors when I'm in a low point are just spending money on video games. Yeah. So it's like no one gets hurt hey, except we're, for we're my wallet. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And 
uh, Captain Toad treasure tracker oh. is oh. fine, but it is not it, like it, it. There's it's so accomplishable mm-hmm. that I got so angry. It was like, oh, only twenty levels. Great, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh no. Yeah, there's like they, they show you there's like a second map. There's yeah. a second book. <laughs> like book yeah, uh, yeah. There's and, three books and then DLC. There's a ton of. Oh, code. I will not get that DLC. There's a, I don't I like it. The DLC was free. Oh, I think yeah. so. You have it already. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't like it enough, but I will finish it. It's it's just like, but that one I feel I don't feel bad about beating, right? Because yeah. it's like that's a pick up and put. That was down. a charming little that's game. Charm. It was yeah. funny they put that out on the Switch when they didn't bring over 3D World. You're right. Okay. Like, it was like a it was a mini game in 3D World that was expanded into a full game. Yeah. And now only the mini game is on the Switch. Yeah. Interesting. They yeah. probably they probably are going to port over 3D World before yeah. the Switch's lifetime is over. What do you guys think is like uh, other than 3D World? What other Wii U games are you wanting on the system? Because I think Tokyo Mirage Sessions, by the way, bought that day one. I want to get that. That thing is fucking amazing. I skipped that. I on, love on it. Wii U, but it, it's just like a it's just like Persona Light is basically how I, how I would yeah. describe it. Like it's a very easy to understand Persona game. You're all like J-pop stars. It's just so I colorful. I love the style of it, yeah. The pause menu is just a, a, like a shot of all the characters laying on the on a lawn, like with their heads in the middle, you know? God, Atlas is so good at UI I love design. Atlas. I just love it. Everything Atlas does, I think, is great. But what is... Uh, uh, for I me, would, Wonderful 101, I want. That's uh, That was the first one I was going to say. I also yeah. just beat Horizon Zero Dawn just to close out that loop. Gotcha. Uh, oh, great. You congrats. beat it. I did. Hey! You know what, David? You've earned yourself one of these, my pal. That's a Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> that's what Mario says. After yeah, that's what he star, says. Yeah. yeah, when he beats it. Yeah. Uh, but what do I want on the Switch? The thing I would crave the most because I never played it because I uh, didn't get a handheld. No, didn't, I stopped getting Game Boys. I think the last Game Boy I had was a Game Boy Color. So oh, I never wow. had like a 3DS. Oh, you, yeah, um, that was a big gap you got. It's oh. a huge gap. Yeah, uh, DS Game Boy Advance. The DS, DS has one of the biggest libraries. I know. Yeah. yeah. I the thing I'd want the most, even from there, less so Wii U would be. Uh, I've never played a Link Between Worlds. Oh, that's a great one, and yeah. that's the one I would love yeah. to be on the Switch. And if not, because like I'm at a point pretty soon, if like if the new system comes out for Nintendo, which probably won't have for happen for like they're going to stick to the Switch for a while. Yeah, I, I think even longer than three years. Uh, if Link Between Worlds doesn't happen in that time, and a new system's coming out, I'll probably get a 3DS and just play it. You can get a yeah. 2DS for pretty cheap for like 60 bucks these days. Well, yeah, maybe I just do that. Um, if that, you just, if the, you just for the cost it. of a game, yeah, yeah, that's worth it. Yeah. Oh my God, A Link Between Worlds. That to me, like I, I did my top 10 games of the decade, but like not for real. I didn't like post it, but I was right, just, I just did a mental list. And I Link Between Worlds is on there. <laughs> also, Breath, Breath of the Wild and Link Between Worlds. Two Zelda games on a top 10 of the decade. Wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't imagine a top 10 not having Breath of the Wild though. Right. Was, yeah. I, I kind of... I was trying to think of a way to like leave it off. Like not that I wanted to that bad, yeah. but I was like making my own list. Like, like I, I can't think of ten better games. <laughs> right. Can't. Well, it's also like I feel like it's like the last decade's portal, where it's just like you can't yeah. imagine this list not having portal on it. Right. I so I was trying to like because when I was making my list, I was trying to think of the top game for me shouldn't be one that everyone agrees is top. It should be one that's like so special Personal. to me. And this is actually my answer to which game I wanted on the Wii U, and I got this wish. Oh. Or from the Wii U on the Switch, 
t- Tropical Freeze, Donkey Kong. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. My number one game of the decade. Okay. And it, did, and it did come to Switch. That's wild. Yeah. You know what? I got to revisit that game because I'll tell you what I did. I was working yeah. at a job I hated, and so I joylessly played through tropical freeze i don't know how that's possible but i was just i was just <laughs> mad at my situation so i'd go in at lunchtime i'd go into my car in the basement and i would just play in my car and take a nap that was my lunch <laughs> okay. so uh, i i got yeah tropical freeze beat it quickly yeah sent it back to amazon you know what i here's, here's part of what i'm saying like me picking it as my top game is like i know i'm being kind of like crazy by saying that's the best game i played in the decade to me, though, it was like this unresolved, like my favorite games as a kid were the Donkey Kong Country games. Yeah. And they did not make a game in the Donkey Kong series that felt anywhere close to those for me for like 15 years or however oh, long that mm-hmm. was. For, it and, is a joy. Yeah. And Donkey Kong Country Returns came out and I was like excited and I played it and it was just just off the mark. And yeah. it was all the more disappointing because it was close to what I wanted. Yeah. And then Tropical Freeze comes out and fixes everything. I think topped the... Super Nintendo ones. Yeah. Interesting. And I was like... Because my thing with yeah. the with the new ones is that the cameras pulled way back, which makes me immediately not feel like Donkey Kong Country. Because in Donkey Kong Country, the camera's so... I yeah, it's a much wider shot. The sprite's right. way bigger. I yeah. appreciate that in a platformer, though. Right. I wanna, and it, it doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel busy. Like, Super Meat Boy's pulled back and everything's really small on the screen. That's not a great example because that game still plays well. But, like... Right. I don't feel the game loses anything by being zoomed out. No, I don't either. But I get what you're saying. Uh, I guess an aesthetic vibe. The DNA has changed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So this episode, we're going to be talking about comedy and video games. I guess I should have prefaced this. Uh, I got these two lovely gentlemen on the show because they both have worked for Abso at some point, And they both, <laughs> I know them also through independently, like the comedy world. Uh, David is a you know a, a UCB an old UCB digital guy, oh, yeah. right? I am an old UCB digital. Whoa! Oh, uh, As you said that, uh, <laughs> uh, the curtains fell off the window. <laughs> a, a real apartment pratfall. Yeah, a real apartment pratfall. Uh, I'll let me let me uh, fix that. For you. Uh, no, it's, I mean, you just leave it here. I don't mind the sun yeah, unless the you want to hide nice. that you're doing a oh, podcast. Like I don't yeah. care. Uh, just yeah, then toss it to the side. Very good. <laughs> So, um, and, and also like an improviser, a write, you know, a sketch yeah. writer. And, I've, stuff, and yeah. I have a podcast. I, I do all the things a, right. uh, 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 a, proclaim, a self-proclaimed comedian has. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, cause I, I guess I wanted to distinguish like, uh, I have only comedians on this show. So why you two to talk about this topic? Gotcha. Uh, oh, because like we've been paid to be tangentially involved with comedy. I, for, well, I, yeah. I do and, paperwork for comedy. <laughs> and, and I also felt yeah. like you guys would bring a different perspective that like maybe some of those other guys wouldn't be able to bring. Some of those other I people gotcha. on the show wouldn't be able to bring. Also, Alec does... You do like literally video game specific comedy. You've also written video games. Right. That's. I was about to say that's probably a better qualification. Yeah. Uh, is because Heartbreak High, a game I made, is is a in some ways a comedy game. It gets like it, it's funny. Thank you. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah. Show me the prototype. It's a funny <laughs> game. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny. We, yeah, it's it's all it's it's written to um, be a little stressful, but like mm-hmm. every time it's stressful, that's a punchline. Like yeah. the joke is that this you're breaking up with people in your high school, so all the dialogue options is like. Uh, different archetypes of people who might fight you back like someone who's in denial like you're not breaking up with me and it's like no i really am and you have to convince them you are <laughs> that's that's that is a comedy interplay uh, you got the jeremy move in there the <laughs> you're not breaking up with me i'm in denial about it exactly uh and then you're writing a new game which sounds i feel i can say this right on the show yeah, please, please, because please, you've said it on twitter already yeah. it's called motor mouth right right and it's and the concept sounds fucking 
fun and potentially very funny. <laughs> right? It, it is. So actually, tone-wise, so the premise of the game, it's very early. You're not going to see anything from it for a while, but it's half racing game, half dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> and with it's it's got a control scheme where it's a dual stick control with your left stick you're steering a spaceship race car in a in an intergalactic race and with your right stick you're talking to the other racers and choosing dialogue options to psych them out mm-hmm. and your engine is powered by social interactions so the more you uh psych somebody out you get <laughs> you get speed boosts every time they sort of get like razzled i love that um, so if you if somebody is uh easily flustered and you keep flirting with them you'll get speed boost when they're like oh what, what do you uh, 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 you think i'm cute like, yeah 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 <laughs> is it does it kind of is it in that in a way is it sort of like a rhythm game then in that sense it's, it's a multitasking yeah. game it's i mean there's gonna there's definitely like a rhythm you got to get into like i've mm-hmm. prototyped a few levels to see how it feels to play mm-hmm. and um the people I've had play it have a lot of notes because uh, some people are very bad at multitasking. Right. And you have to look on the left side of the screen to dodge obstacles and bullets and the right side of the screen to like read text and oh, man. make choices, which is a lot to ask of a player. So finding that balance is difficult. It does seem like a game yeah. that's built for me, though. I do love this idea of Thank you. Yeah. feeling like uh, I'm overwhelmed with gameplay options. That's it. Because yeah. in Heartbreak High, there's one specific level where you're trying to break up with the track, someone on the track team. Mm-hmm. And the premise of this level is that they're practicing. They're, they're running around the track and they won't stop. They'll talk to you, but they're like, I need to, I need to run. So you need to run with me. So <laughs> while you're choosing dialogue options, you're also trying to jump over hurdles. Oh, oh cool. Fun. And so that was, this is like an expansion. That was my favorite level in terms of like design, because it felt like it was you yeah. visual novel is um, very slow right. by design. You're supposed to stop and think and, make choices and i like applying a little bit of pressure to that and a countdown is too easy just like five four three two one and make a choice fast like some games i i know um even that netflix choose an adventure the bandersnatch thing is based around like mm-hmm. a timer shrinking as you have to make a choice oh and i haven't watched bandersnatch it's really bad um and it's, oh it's bad i well sorry i'm I for think, your taste. i think it's bad is it worth doing I, cause I, should, I fully planned on doing it at some point. You should do it and I, like i did because i'm interested in like choice-based gameplay and especially on like an accessible platform like netflix you want to see how that looks right but in that case um it's very like rough drafty it's about a choose an adventure game oh so it's not like (laughs) it's just too on the nose about what it's trying to do and the choices are because they have to film every possible choice that's a super expensive endeavor so it's really more like there's only one or two main paths and if you make a bad choice you just die immediately then you rewind and keep playing so so it's not like it's not the best way to gotcha. utilize that i think it's not like the outcomes are all different yeah and i think the writing is also just like poor or boring or sure um but yeah anyway yeah we can talk about motor yeah yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah it very well could be comedic uh because i'm still in the, the writing phase right now and i want the world building to be grounded and somewhat serious but the character interactions have to be fun like i right i don't see a That'd world where I, fun and yeah have I, energy i just can't imagine i write even if i set out to not write it to be funny i don't see how i wouldn't be able to yeah, I, I just my instinct is to always make these interactions comedic. Um, well, I, I'm yeah. super excited to get into it when we get into our, like our main event. I would definitely want to bring some of that like those concepts in, yeah. in into it because I'm I'm super excited to talk about this topic. But first, we got to get into the news, so we're gonna like yes. just breeze through <laughs> okay some of the news. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, video game news. Uh, <laughs> what's going on in the news? Uh, well, it's so it's it's late January. 
I, I checked. I think literally nothing came out Friday. <laughs> like I think wow. maybe nothing. I'm, I mean, I'm kidding. Stuff did right. come out, but I nothing, nothing like nothing from Nintendo, obviously, um, and then nothing big. Like like two Fridays ago, we had Kakarot and oh, yeah. Tokyo Mirage <laughs> sessions come out. And uh, I went with Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and I'm very proud of that choice. Uh, the only thing I have on the news, really, is people are liking this Temtem game, huh? Oh, yeah. Anyone uh, heard about Temtem? I haven't heard about Temtem. Maybe some of your listeners haven't heard about Temtem. Right. What's Temtem? Uh, the best way to describe it, I guess, is it's a Pokemon-like. Okay. That is available for your PC. And it's like an MMO in the exact same. It looks like screenshots of it look exactly like Pokemon. It's like a Neopets vibe too. It's got yeah. it's got some like early two thousands flash art vibe going on to me. Right. Yeah. But it, it's like it's like your avatar is literally running around the screen with a Pokemon with its yes. little Temtem thing following it around. It looks a lot like um, uh, Eevee and Pikachu. Let's go or yeah. Sword and Shield sort of. Okay. It's yeah. It's Maybe very less impressive. Sword and Shield. It looks um super elaborate i would almost just describe it as it's a pokemon clone by people who are frustrated with pokemon not being online and fully featured the way they want it to be right so it's it's like pokemon except you could fight other real life it's it's the pokemon mmo people have been dying for that nintendo won't make is the way i think it's being pitched got Um, it yeah. Oh, it does look fun. I'm looking at images. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You do have little creatures falling. You don't go into the grass. Oh, you find a Temtem. It's Pokemon, but you can... Okay, that's yeah. fine. You get it. Yeah. yeah. If you've played Pokemon, you understand that this is that. There's already yeah. like a million of these kind of games on the internet and stuff. This is the only but... one that's felt like it's made any cultural mark and all that. Right. Time. Or the one that's like actually put some real development time yeah. into... Um... And I, I gotta say, I watched the... Oh, I was it's coming a... to PS4. Really? Yeah. Probably not to Switch, right? Uh, <laughs> they won't let it anywhere near. Yeah. Oh, it will. Uh, Switch, Switch eventually? According to PSU.com, which is not Penn State University. PlayStation University? Perhaps. Uh, <laughs> Xbox One and Nintendo Switch at a later date. Wow. Wow. I, I was not impressed with the art style of this game. Like, who cares what I think about the art style? But there was a. Uh, an animated opening that they posted. I, I just watched a little bit of and it. Yeah. That actually, I was pretty impressed by that. I, I, I was gonna say that looked cool. I, I guess I, I wish g- the art in the game because it seems like the same character designs to me, but it looks much better in that animation than it does in the game itself. Yeah. Um. And th- that's no knock. I mean, I can't like it. They did a great job trying to get a unified art style across. I think. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks a little knockoffy, but that's kind of what this is. It's it's exactly <laughs> that. Yeah. It's exactly a knockoff of uh it's, pokemon it's gobots it's uh what did you think of that new pokemon i mean me yeah i i, I loved it i i don't i people were really mad about it they were upset that pokemon <clears throat> were removed mm-hmm. i loved that it was more focused like i i think people forget that the other ones usually only have like 150 or so like catchable pokemon in the game right and all the other ones you can get from trading from other games or in the post game this one had like only 400 total but way more of them actually in the game itself. Catchable. Yeah. yeah, and the wild area, I wasn't expecting to like so much. I mm-hmm. was really into it. Yeah. Um, I, I loved the game. I was fully... Yeah. It was the first one I've been like that attached to since X and Y, and I know people also didn't like X and Y, so... Oh, my God. That's my, that's my jam. I'm, I'm so glad you... Because yeah. I, I hear people like... 
that's when Pokemon started going downhill. It was X and Y. I'm like, that's the one that like rejuvenated it for me. me. That it re- yeah, for me too. I I played. I was a blue and red, mm-hmm. and then X and Y. Yep. And then I'm trying to be a sword and shield. I will say I bounced off pretty hard. I need to go back to it. Yeah, but but sometimes they don't stick. Like Sun and Moon, yeah. I tried to play and it didn't stick for me. That one didn't stick for me. Neither did Omega Red and no, I didn't. Ultra I that one Red. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Sapphire. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it filters into a. I have to avoid games that are predicated on collection, mm. uh, uh. just because I am so inclined to 100% things, and I have to stop myself. Like I alluded to earlier, I sent uh, Tropical Freeze back because I liked it, but not mm. enough where I needed to 100% it, and I need to stop myself and <laughs> a way of saving money, particularly when you're unemployed, which I was at the time when I played Tropical Freeze. Uh, is to buy the game, do it. You have a month, and yeah. then you send it back to Amazon. You get a full refund. It's yeah, good, yeah. It's uh, wow. my favorite hack. Yeah, that's like that's a nice hack. It's yeah. a great hack. That's a great hack. You two yeah. are a couple of hackers. You're hacking PS4s. You're hacking Amazon. Dude, yeah. I love hacking. <laughs> I love hacking. I hacked my Wii recently. Did I tell you this? I. I thought you already did. I guess I just thought you did have a hacked week. Oh, no, no, no. I, I hacked it myself. Well, it took congrats. me That's a cool. whole 24 hours to do because I, I kept messing <laughs> it up. What are you trying to do? Well, I, I basically, I, I made it to where it uh, I dumped all of my GameCube and Wii ROMs onto a hard drive oh, that. that it just plays now through a hard drive. Oh, that's fun. But it's not emulation because it's through the original right. hardware. Right. Yeah, it's very fun. I have every rare, stupid GameCube game. That, Love it. Yeah. Um, and I shouldn't be talking yeah. about this on. <laughs> uh, so that was like really the only news thing that came out. The only other thing I wanted to talk about in this like, in this uh, segment is maybe it's just some general PS5, Xbox Series X, Nintendo Switch Pro conversation if any guys if you guys have any thoughts about that i know that i like, missed why are we why are we talking about a nintendo switch pro is there oh the nintendo switch pro oh i'm sorry i should have prefaced that is like a th- i have a theory oh people think that's coming i don't even think people do i think i just have this feeling like we, end we, of 2020 mm, that seems soon yeah, but maybe I, spring 2021 i think when you mentioned david that you thought uh there might be like a like the switch might have the end of its life cycle within like three years i feel like They'll try to stretch the Switch out as long as possible, kind of like they might have kind of tried to do with the Wii. Yeah. And the DS, too. Like, both of those, like when they have a smash hit, they don't want to move on to the next one. And I think they're even more scared after the failure of the Wii U. So you can probably expect the Switch to be around for a while. And I think you're right that they'll do a Switch Pro, but I think they're going to wait as long as they can mm. to stretch that. So you don't think soon? You don't think they're going to try to compete with the new console? Soon's relative. Probably like 2022, 2023. I was surprised uh, they did I don't, the... I don't think they do want to go head-to-head with the new ones. Right. I think they should just hold steadfast like if they also crowd the market with their own thing and it's not a big improvement they're gonna Mm -hmm. lose that well i was i'm i'm hoping that when they do it it is a big improvement and that it's because they're gonna want to compete with some of the third party stuff coming out with the other two right there is gonna be a right now they're barely hanging on with current gen oh yeah i mean that witcher 3 they did it but it don't look great really i I, that's how (laughs) i was gonna play it i mean you should still play it that way but I thought I bought it, and I sat down yeah. to play it, and I realized I didn't buy it. I don't know why I thought I did. Yeah. I like literally said, I'm going to play Witcher 3 today. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel like buying it after I realized um, I I'm excited for this this PlayStation backwards compatibility stuff. That's the dream. If that's yeah. true, that's exactly... I think they've come out and said it. Oh. They have. I mean, that's yeah. that's the exact that right move. That might get me to buy a PS5, because yeah. there's Same. still a lot of PS4 stuff I haven't gone through. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a big plan this year. I want to work my way through the Uncharted's, which oh, I've yeah. never touched. I got one if you want it. You can just have it. 
Which uh, it, I, it I came with I, my PS4. It was Uncharted Three, maybe. You, I have that too. Or it could I have, be Uncharted Four. I no, don't know. You have if we might have the same one. I think for a while they were doing like you get a starter pack with the first three Uncharted's on one disc. I don't know what I, uh, I think it's just one game. Yeah, but, they're also oh. free on PS Plus okay, uh, right now. Uh, my point Uncharted is, 4, <laughs> you should play. It. I don't yeah, want it. I'm yeah. Uncharted Four, and also my buddy when he lived with me for a little bit bought Lost Legacy just to like have something to do while gotcha. he looked for a job and yeah. Uh, so I have that as well, even though it doesn't look as strong as some of the other Uncharted. I like two. People love two, and that's yeah. about it. I okay. played them all. I like two. I'm yeah. pretty <laughs> anti-naughty dog. I think I've been vocal on yeah, this yeah, podcast yeah. about that. Yeah. Like I just, I just like their stuff. But I think also, like I'm more into what I've grown. I've, I've grown. My, my video game tastes have grown over the years, and doing this show, and yeah. something that I'm not loving is like on rails type story based yeah, I mean, yeah. games right now it Gotta innovated word, it, me out. and i also now don't like it like yeah uh when i played god of war 3 i still re-watch some of those boss battles because they are mm-hmm. like visually stunning like yeah. the side battle is incredible yeah. but are you talking three yeah god of oh war 3. yeah i watched i watched <laughs> my roommate in college play through that and i it's a game I never want to play, but I enjoyed the scale of I it. I love nasty Kratos. Yeah. <laughs> Real nasty I, man. Yeah. I, <laughs> they rehabilitated him. But. I <laughs> did not like that new God of War everyone loved. I hated it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I didn't like old God of War either. I like, I mean, talk about comedy. God of, the complete opposite. God of War is probably <laughs> the most humorless game. Yes, it yes, really is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, takes yeah, itself yeah. so seriously. It's like yeah. it's so clearly by a guy who's a new dad and is like, <laughs> I love my son and I want to channel. Uh, channel I think those yeah. little orc troll guys are pretty funny. <laughs> you know the guys that like yeah, rebuild your they, and armor and stuff. Oh, but that's, yeah. they're funny and the whatever the guy whose head you carry oh, around. Oh, the head's funny. The head's yeah, designed yeah. to be I think, funny. I think you're both right that those occupy the spaces where comedy would be. In <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to uh, we got to get out of the news. Um, we're gonna take a quick uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, uh, we're gonna talk about comedy and video games. All different kinds of comedy and video games. So stay tuned. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here, huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of and we're back with Video Games and Comedy Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and we're talking comedy and video games. Uh, David, you brought up a really good point earlier. This whole show is predicated on the idea that video games usually aren't very funny. It's called... Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and video game shows aren't funny, and arguably this show isn't that funny. But uh, that's not what I was implying. But though. I do, but I I do like calling it that because it is like don't don't you guys kind of feel like every gamer wants to also be funny? <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean I've watched like enough Twitch streams that's what to I, know that's, that's, what, that's what, what they're I mean. going yeah, for. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I was yeah. gonna say, mo- I feel like most people do want to be. That's funny. true, but, but I, that's but, not fair of me to counter with. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but I feel like specifically, like, uh, well, like I don't know if like fashion blog people. I, I, uh, Jackie watches a lot of like uh, makeup tutorial videos and stuff. They're yeah. not always trying to be spunky and You're, spry and full of humor. 
So do you mean like people on YouTube, like like <laughs> yeah. gamer, like gamers yeah. who are streaming and making videos about games, and like... people on forums, and like everyone's just trying to be so funny in video games, right? Like video game adjacent either, people. I don't think you're, you're wrong. either trying yeah, to yeah, be funny yeah. or a lot of because I watch a good amount of Zelda speedruns, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of those folks are, uh, to be kind and progressive, like spectrumy, uh, like where they're just. Like, oh, they're focused on the mastery of these sections and yeah. explaining that yeah. uh, there's no humor there. It is right. just... That's, that's the kind of YouTube video I love. Like, have yeah. you ever seen the... Oh, this is maybe the best video I've ever seen in my life. The half-button A-press video. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? So there's a guy who plays... His name is Pan and Coke, I think, on YouTube. Yeah. And he's just breaking apart Mario 64. I love this. And it is... Um, he's He must have played this game more than any human alive. And his brain is now, like, just... This is all I could think about, and he knows <laughs> he knows every detail of the game down to like when uh, one of those hopping spiders will spawn, and yeah, like and there's a video. It's just how can you get this star in Hazy Maze Cave with uh no with without pressing A, and he explains what a half button A press is, which is like if you're holding A when you start the level, you technically haven't pressed it, but there's still some uh things that will activate. There are maneuverabilities yeah. available to you. Okay, oh. cool. but it's it is a 40 minute video of just him dryly explaining to you <laughs> how he's able to accomplish this uh his thought process like what might be possible and then yeah. explaining parallel universes in the realm of mario like i yeah yeah there's a wind waker speedrunner who's got to be 16 uh <laughs> who i love watching oh great uh and wind waker's not a game in terms of the zelda universe that i a lot of gamers it's like there's a lot of sentimentality for right. i love it i'm not me too hi, i'm not super high on it like gotcha. and it, yeah. that's just on my playthrough experience when i was probably 13 14 15 playing wind waker you know that's all you it's just yeah. my yeah. T- it's at that time i was like i think i was still craving another majora's mask you wanted the, you wanted the gritty one you, you're the one of the people on the forums calling it Zelda. You're making fun of how it looked. And... Ooh, Zelda. No. I... Fuck you! Burn! <laughs> um, uh, 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 fu- air horn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that um, that uh, people, I think that the funniest people just know that they are themselves funny. They don't need to try, right? Right. Like, I, I really get this, like, when I, I love the McElroys, and oh, I really yeah. I really get this effortlessness to them. Like, they just... They have a developed inner, inner language. They're like, just between them. They just other. are talking yeah. like they would normally talk, and that's funny enough. You don't need yeah. to try. That it's, was a weird tangent that has nothing you, to do with this episode. But, but, well, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. In you asking us to do this episode, I think what you are veering towards in this comedy conversation are when video games try to be funny, mm-hmm. but aren't right like based on our text conversation before this. right or when they yeah. hit it when they nail it yeah you know? I, like uh, i really try to think yeah. of spots where they nailed it great well, uh, so i mean if i can if i can push this in a direction like i was yeah. when you first brought this topic up i was thinking about how a lot of games that people consider funny are funny in ways that like any medium like movies books anything could be funny because it's usually just the writing they're talking about right yeah. like psychonauts is a game i think of that is exceptional writing and voice performance like it's it's a funny game. The cutscenes are full of jokes that land. Yeah. Um, Portal Two, full of great Very writing. And yeah, voiceover. I wrote down Portal. Like yeah. Just yeah. Portal is yeah. just in general. Yeah, designed to be. F- it, it, and yet, oh sorry. So like the but the writing in that it's funny because there's just somebody talking. Yeah. And they're telling you jokes. There is one joke in Portal Two that I can think of that is more what I like in comedy, which is a, ga- a visual game design joke, or whether it's visual game design or it just it has to do with gameplay. A joke you couldn't tell in a different medium. Right. There's yeah. a joke at the beginning of Portal Two when your character is atrophying in some like stasis bed, and they wake you up, 
and they're explaining to you that like you might not have all your mental cognition back and your your brain might not work the way it's supposed to and they tell you to press a to speak there's a prompt on the screen that says press a to speak yeah but the a button is the jump button and they're basically lying to you by saying like press the a button and you're going to talk and when you press a you do just jump and yeah. you don't speak yeah and, okay. a, and a character <laughs> like oh i guess Stephen merchant's like oh i guess you're you're, you're not working yet like <laughs> That to me is you can't do that joke in a movie. You no, can't you can't. Trick right. the player into like interacting in that way. Yeah. I'm glad we're already talking about this because this this, mm-hmm. this is a point I wanted to bring up. Is exactly what you're talking about. It's like so I have a list here of of ways in which games are funny or try to be yeah. funny. Okay, and tell me if, if I've got any of them. If I if there's something I haven't included. Well, as here. a concept, I think this is where we're going. Like I wrote down like just ingenuity and puzzle design right. can be yeah. just funny can be very the funny. off of like a baba is you puzzle which is what i wrote it's like line. yeah oh that's create <laughs> like i'm laughing because like oh that solution yeah. was creative or, and it's it's a different kind of laugh right there's a lot of crossover in like games that make that give you joy and delight like like a baby giggling at the way blocks connect is how I feel playing like yeah. Katamari Damacy. Yeah. yeah, and that to me doesn't read as jokes, but it is this joy that is funny. Like yeah. Katamari, you're just roll like, oh, I can roll up that house because I'm big enough now. That is a simple delight, right? Yeah. And it's a it is funny, <laughs> and it, it is also yeah. it's it's quirky and it's charming. Yep. So here's what I have. So yeah, uh, there's here's just some ways that games are or try to be or fail at being funny. Uh, Sometimes okay, here's one category: unintentional. So this would be your yes. Resident Evil. This would be your Barry's dialogue from Resident Evil. This is like <laughs> it's unintentionally funny because it's a it's like bad game design or they fucked up or they just didn't have the technology. It's just like yet. watching the room, but video. Yeah, games, yeah, but like. video games. So, like on your best games of 2019 episode, you mentioned Resident Evil Two. There's like a trucker at the beginning, <laughs> and I've haven't played any Resident Evil, but yeah. Is that intentional and a little funny, or was that just like stroke of luck, nerds liking a specific weird choice? We do not know because, but I think Capcom knew what they were doing in that moment. I think they were tongue in cheek, like this is a night, this is like a bad joke, okay, in a, in a B horror. What's film. what's the joke? I haven't played these. The games. joke is there's a truck driver and he's on, he's hearing the radio, basically telling him that there's a zombie breakout, <laughs> and he goes, huh. Sounds like my wife, basically, <laughs> in reference to a zombie. And that joke is, like, so bad. Yeah, and they have and to know what they're doing. They kind of have to know what they're doing, but was also... Is that in the original? This, uh, no. Okay. This character's not even in the original. This is just weird. a weird framing device for the remake. Uh, but, yeah, so that's that's one way the games are funny, unintentionally. You know, it's like when you're playing, like, Breath of the Wild, and you, like, fuck up, yeah. and, and you fall through... Or Skyrim, you fall when through the map. When a glitch happens, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. you laugh because the game's breaking. That's like. funny. Uh, genuinely funny, which I, I, I put down just like, oh, this is just like a clear joke delivered in a clear way. I put like Secret of Monkey Island might have like a clear oh, yeah. uh, setup and punchline. Yeah. Uh, and I think I want to limit this now just to the writing. That We'll just put that under like writing too. That's like okay. a genuinely funny that joke delivered, right? Uh, I have mean, biting, satirical, which is like Untitled Goose Game, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, Saints Row the Fourth, Grand Theft Auto. I like, say mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wrote down Goose Game and Conquer, which is, I want to talk about Conquer yeah. just because yes. like, it's a specific era of comedy. Right. It's Cause, funny because I left Conquer and Grand Theft Auto off because, like, I, I, which I would, I like you categorizing it as, like, mean spirited and juvenile almost yeah it's like it's like it's almost like um i don't like that yeah (laughs) it's not actually funny it's just sort of mean except (laughs) but it it was it was like it was exciting at the time because games were so 
children oriented right. to see someone like butting against those walls a little bit. I'm going to make an argument for Conquer being funny. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Why. Let's hear yeah. it. Uh, there was something about the early 2000s where we as a society were testing uh, being raunchy as comedy. Yep. Which I don't think works on the whole. <laughs> like something being gross doesn't make it inherently funny, but that's what Jackass know. and a, a lot of movies of that era, which don't get made now. Right. We aren't seeing Van Wilders and American Pies and road trips happening because as a con- as a com- and Tom Green is not a working comedic not a, not powerhouse a actor now. Yeah. Uh, be- or Andy Dick, remember when he had a oh show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> because we, I think we can all agree. Because you're gross doesn't make it funny. But there was like a five-year period there, like early 2000s, Comedy Central spearheading this. Where like, uh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where we were like, because like, oh, I guess we can put anything in anything now. Like media has allowed us an audience where that is a possibility. Yep. And that is something that as a society in specific, some comedic creators. You're pushing a boundary. Pushing a boundary. Like yeah. it was, t- it's what was happening. Yeah. That's the late 90s, early 2000s. Yep. A good portion of the comedy was far too focused on it, and that's where Conker's falls in. Yeah, Conker isn't funny. I will ag- agree <laughs> that it. Like, I on love the whole... in your defense of Conker being funny. You say Conker well, isn't one, funny. One thing in Conker is funny, and it's the most juvenile thing in Conker. And it's the there's a level where the squirrel discovers this toilet monster called the Great yes. Mighty Pooh. That's yeah. the one thing I remember the most. Oh yeah, because and he sings a song while you fight him. He sings. <laughs> an operatic song yeah. about ways in which he's going to destroy conquer related to uh fecal matter yeah. related uh attacks it is so funny it is incredible it be and it's to- it's 100% just commitment to a dumb thing i think the closing song for this episode is going to be the great mighty great poo's it's song unbel- yeah. it's so funny you're right that at least going full throttle there yeah it's so earnest and true of an cor- operatic shit monster, like uh, who's singing an, op- an That's operatic the core tenor. of the game. If yeah. you had to pluck one thing out, of be like, "This is what Conquer is." It's yeah. that. and it's well, and there is something funny though about like Dead Alive, you know, where it's just like it's so disgusting, and there's so much gore happening. It's evil you, Dead stuff. Evil like, Dead. Yeah. You start, you kind of laugh because you're like, "Oh my, this is so insane." Like, like Sam Raimi uh, was a drag me to hell. Like, yeah, it's it's horror, but it's all funny because it's joke structure with gore instead yeah and I, I i do like laugh at a jump scares and stuff i laugh when it's like oh yeah. my god this is like so oh, if i'm uncomfortable yeah and maybe because my brain is broken but i yeah. laugh but like, i also I... laugh on roller coasters because it's like oh what a dip what a yeah. ride like, i'm just like i'm charged uh, i mean i scared a movie theater once watching the girl with the dragon tattoo because yeah. i didn't know how to sit through Ooh, the awful yes uh uh Rape scene, scene, yeah, uh, and I started laughing, and then it's like, oh, there is a monster in this movie theater laughing, and it's truly just a response of me being so profoundly uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's, I was reading something about like people, how different people react during bank robberies, and sometimes the reaction is just to laugh uncontrollably. Like I can't believe, yeah, I'm in a a bank robbery scene. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if you're the Joker. Yo, he just then you're always laughing at the bank robbery. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Okay, so then I also had uh, ironic, meta, smart as being like a category, and this would be your Undertales, your Portals, and your Stanley Parables. So this is like funny because we know what video games are. Yeah, they're they're almost like. 
like cracked magazine. <laughs> I mean, that's not fair, but but they are they're playing with the form and they're yeah. commenting on it. I feel like Heartbreak High has some of this in it. Oh, too, it does. In the DNA. And I, yeah. I think for my next game, I'm going to try to push against that. Oh, because okay. I think it's a. I do like it. There's a lot of. Um, Undertale does this too, where th- there's a little bit of comedy and a little bit of drama wrung out of forcing the player to uh, to look at what they're doing and asking yeah. them why. Which Shadow of the Colossus does with no humor. That is just the drama of the game. Is you're you're killing these giant beautiful beasts. Yeah, yeah. Undertale as, is a a reverse Shadow of the Colossus. It's in yeah yeah. It's it's like why are you doing this? But it's making jokes out of it instead of Shadow of the Colossus going like why are you doing this? You should think about it. Yeah, which um, Undertale actually does too. Yes. Uh, I mean, and also, Shadow hard. of the Classes, you don't realize what you're doing. If you if you don't yeah. know what you're doing going to the game, you, you know, like, oh, I just defeat these right. things. You're, but that, it's but pl- by the end, it becomes like a little bit clearer, and you watch your character. It's meta because it's yeah. just saying, like, any other game, Hotline Miami does this too, where it's just like, go kill this person. Yeah. And I think it's a little unfair sometimes to turn that around in the player and be like, well, why are you doing this? And, like, the answer for the player is, because I bought the game and it looked fun. And it is fun and, to do. Yeah. yeah. So, so you made it fun to do, yeah. which is also kind of the weird ironic yeah. twist. Yeah. So I don't of fault it. any player for being like, okay, that didn't work for me. You turning that around to me doesn't work because I do like the game. Like, I never it's... finished Undertale, but I liked that. Like, oh, I don't need to hurt these right. things. Yeah. And Heartbreak yeah. High, as it goes on, I did lean into because part of, part of the puzzle there, just if you want to like this game design insight, is I'm trying to let the player write themselves. I don't, through the dialogue, I never really explain who the player is, what kind of person they are. You have to glean all that from the dialogue choices you're making and the way other characters talk about you. Yeah. And so by the end, the dramatic question is like, why are you breaking up with all these people? And I, because I haven't defined who the player is fully, the same way you might define Link even, who's a blank slate, but you understand he's a boy who's the chosen one. Right. This game has even less information for you. So you get to that end and it's a little unfair because it's saying, well, it's cruel for you to break up with all these people. And it's like, well, no, I'm playing your game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, I don't know. Do you guys ever actually feel legitimate guilt at the, at those moments in games? I'm always just like, this is a narrative ploy and it's clever or whatever. Like the, bi- like the Bioshock twist. I'm always like, I never felt like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I, no. I, I was always just like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. But I, if you I care never... <laughs> about the characters, like Undertale yeah. really makes you care. So when you right. accidentally kill Toriel in the beginning. Yeah you very well could feel a little torn you, up. You could, but I am I'm even through that lens I'm still like but it's like it's the story you're telling me. Yeah. Not like really it's not really me doing it. I would argue I, some people only, get invested, yeah. I'll tell you the only times I feel guilty, actual guilt <laughs> in games is when I'm playing like a Grand Theft Auto and I kill like a person on the street. That's yeah, that I really does make me feel like I'm a person hurting an animal or something. <laughs> I really don't like doing that. <laughs> That's or like accidentally killing an animal in a game. Like... That I hate. I don't like. See, Red Dead Redemption for me oh is is tough in that way of like my horse could just suddenly fall off the mountain, and that makes me want to. I had that play with again. Horizon Zero Dawn of like I didn't need to kill that turkey. Oh I was just God. right. <laughs> turkey. I was I was just right because you can kill uh, the yeah. only animals in that game are like I think. I think it's pigs, turkeys, foxes, and one other thing that mm-hmm. are like the animals that <laughs> could die. And if yeah. I'm riding a mechanical dinosaur bowl, uh, things are gonna run get over. Hurt. One yeah. Of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then I had uh, the gameplay. The gameplay style is like funny. So this would be like you said, Katamari. This yep. is like where the gameplay is funny. WarioWare, I think, is like this. That's, that was my yeah. pick for maybe the funniest game. I think it's so War- funny. WarioWare yeah. would be my like. That's the highest. Yeah, comedy we've made, and it's like so like in a game. I mean, I mean, you might be right because it's like 
it's like Nickelodeon funny with like also very meta. Also, it understands joke structure. It understands absurdity. It yeah. understands timing. Play. Timing. Yeah. yeah, big time. Like there's so much of it. You you get this great combination of like it's engaging because all right it's three seconds they give you a one word instruction yeah you have to figure out what the game you're playing is yeah how to beat it um you usually are able to beat it within that time and then you get this like oh I did it yeah there's so much going on in a five second burst and it's all funny yeah and that happens hundreds of times have you played any of your games I've, I have yeah I I know they're funny <laughs> <laughs> but what WarioWare does to me. In those five seconds is induced out. panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It, yeah. it, me too. But I mean, I just, I guess what pushes me, it may, it helps me push past that is like the art style yeah. and just like the writing and like the, the situations often. I can or... recognize that it's a joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I had this last like little category, which I've, this is almost what prompted the whole episode was this like slapstick like anime style of comedy where like the punchline might just be you found a porno mag. Oh, like Metal Gear stuff? Like, yeah, but I was thinking specifically like Dragon Quest, like Akira Toriyama humor where it's like, oh, the old fat guy is like a pervert and he buried a porno mag out behind the temple. This is like comic strip gag humor. Yeah, it's, or it's, (laughs) or it is just like a, a, like a, a doyoyoy. Oh, she walked in on me in the bathroom. Like, like this, like almost like that happened to vaudevillian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's so Metal Gear Solid. I've I've read people make the claim that it's based on like Kabuki theater. Like this, mm-hmm. it's it's stuff that's um, melodramatic, coded over really goofy slapstick shit. Where yeah. it's a it's aware that what's happening is. Uh, stupid yeah but it's treating it with the utmost seriousness right and that is funny yeah (laughs) and this and i mean this style of humor also makes a lot of sense because a lot of most games we play are developed in japan Mm -hmm. who their their sense of humor like i think a lot of anime humor is an acquired taste like you have to get into it in order to fully appreciate like why this might be funny like why Shinji just being simply embarrassed might be hilarious in this context. You know what I mean? Like where like a Western sense of humor may not fully acclimate immediately to it. So I think like a lot of like Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, uh, Atlas games. You're right that it's all derived from anime because all of those games are... Are basically anime. Attempting to recreate. Yeah. So... Where what is the uh, you said warrior where you think is like probably the funniest yeah that was game. I made a long list and that was the one I mean th- some of the ones you left off that I feel do fit into those categories are like Earthbound has yeah. has some gameplay stuff Mother Three Two um, yeah. Link's Awakening is one that I've talked about on this podcast mm-hmm. before as being a game that I it's almost just funny in how sincere it is yeah like there's and there's little cute jokes like they set up they set up. Um, it's very joke structure They set up that when you get an item in a Zelda game, Link holds the item above his head. Mm-hmm. So you get the bombs, you hold them up above your head, you got bombs. There's a point in that game where you need to take Marin, the girl who finds you on the beach, uh, who there's some like romantic tension with. You have to take her to uh, a windmill and or, or a rooster thing and have her sing a song. So you have to go get her first. And when you get her, it does the same item get thing. You, yeah. you hold Marin over your head yeah. and it says, you got Marin. And like that's a punchline. Right. There's also stuff like, um, you can go into a house in the beginning of the game. This falls into the meta jokes. There's a guy who says, "Hey, nice to meet you. I'm gonna be lost in the mountains later." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you get to the end of the game and he's in the mountains, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, he's right." But like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Stuff like that is very um, it's cute 
and it's not that funny, but it's so sincere that you can't help but be charmed by it. Like, yeah, it's like a charmed laugh. It's it's yeah. not necessarily you might you might not be cracking up at it like uh you know a Chris Rock special, but yes. you might be uh you know like gleefully delighting in it or something. Exactly. Uh, what else you got on that list? Anything so else? So the you want to the miss? one that I think I don't know where to fit it in on your list. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, there it might be in different category. I, right. Something I'm interested in is maybe there's a category I haven't. So that's what I think found. this is because it's similar yeah. to intentionally bad, mm-hmm. but it's not intentionally bad writing, um, like like you said with the trucker thing and Resident Evil. This is more like the gameplay is designed to be awful, and this is stuff like Quop, yeah, or Surgeon Simulator, mm-hmm. or Goat Simulator. Uh, there's a, there's a whole getting over it maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Any any Bennett Foddy game. Yeah. Um, getting over it as Octodad a c- concept. Yeah. Is funny, right? Yeah, you yeah. are just a man in a pot, pot. <laughs> and it's and you have some weird wedge that is impossible to like a hammer that you have to climb a mountain. Like yeah, just yeah. on its and Quop is just you're a race, you're you're a track runner, and you have to control each limb with a button and a keyboard. Like just in in practice isn't easy to do, and you're laughing because like this is this doesn't work, right? And even Goose Game falls into this for me, although Goose Game is a much more like refined version of what Quop was doing or Octodad. Where Goose Game is, um, it's essentially setting up these little interactive systems where everything that happens can have comedic timing. Yeah. And so you're giving the player a chance to just like be in the state, be a theater actor and make funny moments happen. It right. is great in the way that like you can choose when to honk. Yeah. <laughs> so you can decide if you're playing it with friends, if you have them. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for uh, the smoke him if you got <laughs> him. Qualifier, friends, yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, you can decide when to honk and make your friends laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I so, have to imagine. No, but right, here, no, right, here's, right. no, no. You're right though, because as so, all three of us here uh, perform comedy to some degree, so I I, I I remember playing it and getting into this performing mode with a friend watching, where I would like try to make them laugh by setting. Because I realized, oh, I'm an actor in a play while playing Goose Game. Mm-hmm. Because everything I do has some comedic interplay. And sure, you can solve the puzzle of getting the guy to hammer his hand by just pressing it at the right time. But I was bringing comedic instincts into it and trying to like make the moments work as dramatically and funnily as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not often a game lets you fully yeah. inhabit that. Like You can play a lot of games like that. Like, you can play Grand Theft Auto like that. You can just walk up to somebody, stare at them. And then punch them at the right funny moment. Right. And like, okay, that'll or make Or Hitman has a lot yeah. of stuff like that, yeah. too, where, yeah, you can choose to... Which Goose Game is kind of in the same genre of, I think. Yeah, it's Hitman yeah. for babies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, David, what do you got on that list over there? I see, I, I see We've it. covered a lot of it. Oh, really? Uh, 100%. I was going to bring up, uh, I think, just Rare as a developer. Oh, was yeah. like... Banjo Kazooie is funny. The fact that you get to play as like a washing machine is just <laughs> yeah. a funny concept. So that's like game design, uh, just conceptually being funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The DK rap is funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just a the fact that they made that and committed to it so hard is I think it was funny. already ironic at the time too. Like, oh, it, it, but it's self aware. As, as a kid, I think I just treated it like it was an earnest attempt at yeah. Rap, they're self aware. <laughs> yeah, but as yeah. a and the the fact that like you are firing different nuts and fruits like the, yeah. the, there's a lot of like conceptual game design things in a lot of rare games that are just funny. I think like you 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 said a word there commitment which I think is yeah. funny where they they really commit to the bit even yeah. if the bit isn't like most bits aren't actually funny but the commitment to them is what makes us wins us think, over. Even yeah. then like cuz Conquer 2 is a rare game. Yeah. Uh 
that, that they would spend so much time using whatever computers they would have needed to then to make those <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To put the processing and rendering power towards these dumb right. things. You're right that there's a delight just in understanding <laughs> how yeah. much work went into making a giant singing I don't know if yeah. you all guys have like played any of those games recently, but I actually have gone through a lot of the N64 library recently. Yeah. And yeah. I think Conquer to me is so funny because Conquer is like the one of the latest rare games on the N64 system. So it looks the most beautifully <laughs> and polished. Yeah. But it is like the worst. Like I want a banjo kazooie that looks like Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yeah. But isn't Conquer? Isn't like this ironic like fucking like heap of, banjo three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a, I want a, I want a banjo three that is it as is as beautiful as uh. Conquer. I played banjo twoy. I want to say like three years ago, and that's the last rare game I probably picked up. Yeah. Was Donkey Kong sixty four after Conquer or before? Oh, way before. I think way it was before. Bef- I don't know. I actually don't know. But I, it, uh, it, my uh, heart's telling me because Donkey Kong sixty four had the, the first one where you had to put like the you needed an expansion pack, and I yes. feel like Conquer would have needed that too. I, right, but I think, I think DK was the first one to require the expansion. pack. Did Conquer require it? I would assume so. I yeah. I also assume so because I remember these were games that I couldn't play <laughs> gotcha. I didn't have Donkey that. Kong came with it if you bought it 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 was packaged with that device uh that's right yeah yeah mm-hmm. I did not I never owned yeah uh DK64 is 99 and Conquer's Bad Fur Day is 2001 wow okay 9-11 yes it is March 5th 2001 oh, you could Luck... have been playing that on 9-11 yeah yeah well but like I mean I don't know about you guys I already had a PS2 uh I wow. know PS4 but you know, you, you know what I mean? Like we were, you were past it. We were past. It was on the cusp. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, I only had two other things written down. Yeah. Uh, I, in terms of funny characters in games that aren't funny. Yeah. I think it, just because I think he's one of the best characters in video games. Bill in The Last of Us is just a funny. It's an incredibly well written character. You like so the, the writing. Yeah. The writing is amazing. Is Bill the main guy? No, Bill is uh, uh one of the guys in the first town. Oh. And it's just it's it's really like he's not like. See the big guy who's kind of like burly. And, he burly and gruff, yeah. and then it becomes super clear that like uh he was in uh. He, he's the last person I would have expected to be gay. And then, mm-hmm. like, there's a moment where you realize, like, oh, he, he was fighting with a boyfriend. And then we realize, like, oh, that boyfriend oh. killed himself. Oh, uh, my God. I don't remember it, that thread at all. Oh, it's it, it's it's alluded to. It's not said out loud. Gotcha. Maybe I'm, yeah, maybe I just uh, missed it. But, like, yeah. it's just, like, a it's a layer of that character that you wouldn't expect to be there. But that character just being well-written and funny i just love that character yeah uh but like i think i just wanted to bring him up more than you should else. yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Then, bill doesn't uh, get enough love on this podcast i'm, I'm not gonna lie <laughs> might be the first really? time might be the first time bill's actually that's been... insane to me yeah i now I... bill's pc has gotten a lot of love. oh yeah <laughs> yeah but... a, lot of, a lot of good bills in gaming yeah uh-huh. uh i hope i'm getting the name right i'm gonna double check that and then i just want to bring up humongous entertainment because that was a oh game, my god yeah uh, i don't that... really know what that is so that's... humongous entertainment yeah. made the backyard sports games which were available on mac and pc and, and, and Pud and spy fox oh, oh wow. and yeah. i don't know they were funny to me when i was 10 and 11 but yeah i again think it's like they it's less commitment to the bit and more just like doing everything right for what they were essentially parodying. They were Monkey Island for kids. Yeah, like it was. They were all point and click adventures. That's <laughs> it's all jokes. It's all Spy Fox was like a James Bond parody. 
Yeah, it's just remember? yeah, uh, like because you would it's essentially like you would do a, a season of a, a football season with kids, and at the end you'd like be looking for the championship, but the championship was just a pizza party. Uh, <laughs> awesome. it's, it's, so it's like exactly what belongs there. The color commentary in that game is uh, uh, mimicking real life co- color commentary, but like it's Some specific of those to are burned into my brain. Yeah, but yeah. it's like playground and school specifics. Uh, it's a perfectly designed game for kids that was funny to me then. That's great. That I'd be curious to play now. Well, and I mean, that's not nothing like targeting kids and like writing for kids. Like that's like, that's like a funny that we may not laugh at today, but recognizing that, Oh, this is like fucking so funny. Like, yeah, I think there's elements of like Fortnite that are probably like really funny that I don't generationally. Underst- maybe there's just a gap. Like, right. Yeah. I bet that I bet most of those are gameplay. If I had to guess, I mean, I think the, the real, yeah, I would agree. Like, I think the big power of why people even like Fortnite is the streaming element. Like yeah. you're watching personalities that you enjoy uh, seeing or talking. And the dances yeah. are funny. Okay. Yeah, some fun dancing happening the there. Dances. Yeah. And also, it's probably also watch. I haven't t- watched a ton of Fortnite streams, but it's uh, probably it has a lot to do with, oh, look at this crazy hijink I'm going to pull in this match right. everyone else is taking seriously or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, very much like uh, what's, what's the World of Warcraft viral video? Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. I, was, I, I almost brought him up as being like, is this like proto- internet culture funny like we think games that are works funny. i think that's yeah. super valid to bring up yeah because it's it is like what maybe the first viral video game video yeah. on one of the earliest viral videos yeah is leroy jenkins a guy who basically just screws over his entire team by rushing into like a raid early oh, right i, remember this. I yeah. mean that's almost yeah. like that to is me, funny that's almost more like uh like larry the cable guy type humor for comedians like don't yeah. you hate it when you're one of the people on your group raids too early? Like, yes, it's... and that's your sign. <laughs> um, great. So what kind of comedy, uh, to close this out, do we think is bad and we shouldn't see much more of because we don't love it? I This is maybe controversial. It's actually one more thing on the list I didn't get to mention. Oh, great. Was there's another one. I would almost call it trolling. Uh, um, and yeah. this two very different games here, but the Hitchhiker's Guide text adventure mm-hmm. and like mario maker kaizo levels mm-hmm. they all, and there's a bunch of other games in this genre they all fall like into just fucking with the player mm-hmm. like hitchhiker's guide is a very long text adventure game in the style of like zork or any of those where <laughs> it takes a long time to play a lot of reading yeah and if you don't pick up a certain item in your bedroom at the beginning of the game four hours later you'll run into a part where you can't progress because you didn't grab that item and it's can a, you go back you cannot go back so you're done the earth has been destroyed you have to start the game over and it's like, <laughs> it's annoying. It's it's a joke, but it's the joke is like, haha, we tricked you and you had no way of knowing we were tricking you. Right. And Kaizo levels in Mario were like, you do a jump and you hit an invisible block and you fall into a pit. Like, But that, <laughs> both of those to me are, yeah, inherently not funny. But if I'm watching a stream, I find that game design very funny <laughs> I, I just if i were the it's player yeah, yeah you know. if i were the player i would not yeah it is complete schadenfreude it's just yeah. i like watching those unbelievably difficult uh game designs where people have actually gotten through it where there's yeah. like so yeah. many buzz saws and you can't get through it unless the timing is absolutely perfect is funny looking at this uh, this manic screen yeah. i mean there's a famous old do you remember that viral video that was just uh 
it was somebody playing a Mario yeah. ROM hack, and he's doing like a voice, like, "Oh my God, Mario, you fell into the pit!" Yeah, like you fell, no. And it's like yeah. a twenty-minute video of just him. I don't even think he's really playing it. I think he just voiced over it. But mm-hmm. that's it. Like it's yeah. Yeah. the comedy is all from like how annoying it would be to play this, and you're not playing it. So you're yes. like, "Oh, thank God." I, I love this. this. Two examples I want to throw into this category too are like. Um, uh, Super Meat Boy has an element of this where you, at the beginning of a level, just looking at the mess, <laughs> yeah, that's you're a like, you're like, fuck, how like, can I do this? What is this? <laughs> also, I, I've been replaying the uh, Half Life. Oh yeah, uh, the uh, very first Half Life game. Did you play the remake, the, the Blue, Black Mesa? Black Mesa. I think I'm just playing the original. My friend, I just watched him play through all of Black Mesa. Yeah, so yeah. it's fresh in my mind too. Great. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there's a part where um, there are these enemies that hang from the ceiling and they have little <laughs> strings. And if you don't know that they're coming, you think your game's just glitching and messing up because you start floating up towards the <laughs> ceiling. And I didn't know what these things were. And I, I thought that was such a trolly move of me just being like, oh shit, my game's crashing. And then you look up and you realize that You're it's actually an alien yeah. pulling you up, which is brilliant game design. I, I think. That is we, funny because every time it's jarring every time. Yeah, it's all it's very jarring. We have mentioned it twice in the show. It is just worth saying that Super Meat Boy as just a concept is funny. Yeah. Where a meatball, your girlfriend is a band-aid and uh, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, villain yeah. is a fetus in a machine. Yes. Like that is a like that uh, log line is funny. <laughs> yeah. What's funny to me is I hate all that. Really? And I that is one of my favorite platformers ever yeah i, I think i and you hate everything about- i hundred percent i hated the framing of it i okay. loved playing it i hated the juvenile like i hated the cutscenes. i hated the aesthetic of it I hated the way it looked like all all of that was not working for me but i love the way it plays so much that i don't care yeah. and that's also worth bringing up <laughs> for sure yeah people have different that's exactly that's what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i will say super Meat Boy does have a little bit of a hot topic vibe to it, it does but it is i i still do think those those little gay guys are pretty cute i i uh also want to uh, throw out there that um uh, I, I I don't really love mean biting satirical humor. I, I bounce off of Grand Theft Auto games pretty quickly oh, because yeah. they're they're just too uh, cynical. I guess someone, is the right word. Someone wrote that like the people who designed the world and the gameplay never met with the people who wrote all the jokes and the story. Yeah, like it, it does feel very divorced. Like I love the I love just wandering around that world and then I listen to the radio and like. Hey, yoga is for uh, valley girls, right? And I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. First, I love that joke. LA jokes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> vegan, more like diarrhea. Yeah. You can't sustain yourself <laughs> on vegan food. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, uh, David, do you have any, do you have any types of humor you, you want to see not in games anymore? Huh. Uh, you had texted <laughs> me. <laughs> Uh, like a character finding panties. Panties, yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you mentioned that to me, I was like, I don't know what game that you're pulling that specific from. I play a lot yeah, of panties. Yeah, I feel like I, it's crazy that you don't have an example for that. I feel like I've played so many. <laughs> I, and probably I put them out of my mind. Yeah. But it, it, I'm sure it's come up for me. I right. truly can't think of an example where that's happened. But when you mentioned that to me, it's like, I could stand to see like one more instance because it's so friggin' stupid yeah yeah it's yeah, so yeah. dumb so it's like yeah i hate it because i probably because i can't think of it and i know i've encountered it yeah uh but then i like i don't hate it enough where it's like oh that's so bad right um right. yeah what kind of humor like really just like 
anything like Conquer couldn't work today. I know I made a defense for it, but like, right. yeah, Ron Schumer's dead. Yeah. In yeah. the best way. Right, right. Like, I can't imagine us as a society having a comeback for it. Like, I know we're kind of living in a George W. Bush era where, like, yeah. it would make never sense. Never say never. I feel like yeah. five years down the line, we might just be trapped in that yeah. world. When again. Donald <laughs> Trump Jr. is president, like, maybe Ron Schumer makes a comeback. Um, no, I'm glad we're past it right yeah. now. I yeah. mean, now we're, now we're in, like, really detached, nihilistic, ironic humor where things... Yeah, which I could stand yeah. to see, like, because irony, like, uh, uh, ironic detachment is my least favorite uh performative comedy like like uh, lack of commitment to a bit is so unfunny to me right um what about like uh almost like dadaist like uh things are just not i'm trying to think of an example like absurdist game game that's done this but i mean a lot of like game youtube stuff ends up looking like this to me where it's just these 13 year old zoomers that are throwing together almost nonsense generated from I saw a lot of this during like the Team Fortress 2 era, actually. Mm-hmm. It was just like YouTube poop of these yeah. characters being completely random and absurd. Yeah. Don't mind it. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it seems like an element... Like, that was popular in like, the 360 era, I yes, feel like, yeah. was, uh, was this sort of like just totally random and weird. Uh, now now I see a, like, I see like a resurgence of it, but I have less understanding of it now which is definitely generational but yeah well it, i mean if you hop on the internet i mean yeah. the vibes i'm getting is just like it's overwhelming the variety of styles that people are performing in if that makes sense like yeah. i perform in a completely different style than alec tweets in a completely different style yeah. than you might tweet in and it's all kind of funny to me right like so i think we're living in sort of a golden age of humor and like understanding different types of humor at the same time our games don't always reflect that. But, sure, you know. <laughs> but what I would like to see more of is what Alec mentioned of like the half A button thing. Of like, oh, I would yeah. like to see like yeah. or the the Portal Two joke you mentioned. Oh like, yeah, uh, jokes that can only exist in that medium and exploring that more yeah. is fun to me. Like games like Undertale and Baba's You, things that can only exist in video games, is what I'm delighting in now that I am like pouring so much more time into the yeah. medium. I mean, have we talked about like emergent? Like we've talked about like emergent story on this mm-hmm. podcast before where it's just game design and like and like sea of thieves is all you're creating your own story and goals together with friends yes right and so that those games i laugh so much playing sea of thieves with my friends but uh none again, of i'd love to play sea of thieves but there's one element of sea of thieves i gotta <laughs> figure out uh, friends yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> you play, i'll play okay with great you. yeah uh can i throw like smash brothers into that category yeah, too? yeah. yeah. where it's like so funny it's just like a game of what you make of it kind yeah. of thing where like yes there is a people will tell you there's a right way to play that game and they're wrong there's yeah. all kinds of ways to oh, play I'm, smash brothers. i'm an avoidant uh flyer yeah <laughs> is well, how i play smash here so smash bros and nintendo games in general do this very well um, if you make a game where let's all right, so like Mario Tennis, you can hit some your own teammate with the ball and you lose a play. If you're playing doubles, yes. you can get behind them and then hit your player, your teammate, awesome. and you can't you lose the point. Now, some games <laughs> that would just happen and you'd move on, but Nintendo has like an animation for when Waluigi gets hit. Yeah. And like those are flourishes that they're putting in because they understand that that could be a funny moment. You don't have to animate a character getting hit by a tennis ball. But they throw those things in there, and that to me is like you are. It's also they're recognizing the game is slightly broken. Like, you're uh, allowing for that to be part right. of it. You're allowing yeah. for jokes to arise. You're they not could easily yeah. design it so that like a character ducks when a ball goes over to keep the game. Or they moving. just pass yeah. through and clip through. Yeah. Yeah. What they could easily work around it, but mm-hmm. it is so much funnier that that happens. You're right. Yeah. Or like uh, I feel like 
uh, you were saying Nintendo does a lot of this stuff where yeah. it'd be like in Mario Galaxy, you can jump on the fat star's head over and over and he will respond. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 The Piantas and Sunshine, you can do that way. Which they could yeah. easily have just made it where Mario can't jump on them. Yeah. yeah. Right. In fact, there's plenty of 3D platformers I've played where you try to jump on something and you just kind of like slide off. Slide and, right off. Yeah. And, like adding those extra details of interactivity to make the world feel more alive and lived in. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they not just comedy, but immersiveness. Like you, you're able to get more believability out of the world, and that includes being able to laugh at it. Right. right. Yeah. Ingen- like to bring it back to the beginning, like ingenuity can just be funny. Yeah. <laughs> even if there is nothing, uh, and there's no joke there. Like watching Link shiver in Breath of the Wild, oh, just because yeah. he's cold and you don't have the right outfit on. Yeah can be funny yeah yeah because yeah. uh, uh, it's also you wouldn't expect it and the fact yeah. that they again spent the time to animate a shivering link yeah yeah oh, in, yeah. in that case it's almost like it's funny what they did spend time on when you know they didn't spend time on or, so uh, many other elements yeah. or yeah. uh like there's only in a lot of manpower. games yeah. if you just stay still like in, when mario goes to sleep idle animation yeah, idle animations are very pasta. can be very yeah. funny yeah yeah <laughs> even i mean sonic like tapping his feet and looking at you like he looks at the camera yeah. as if to say, like, what are you doing? He also yeah. runs away joke. if you're... Does he? Yeah, he <laughs> runs away if you spend too long in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, and so, I guess I get, we're all pretty much on the same page. Then, like, what we want to see more of is basically gameplay style humor. It's the only video game specific humor you can't get anywhere else. Yes. Yeah. I'm playing a thing and it somehow like uh, the, the punchline is something I've done that the game knew I would do. Like Alec right. and I ran into each other uh, at 1917 the other night. That story really only works as a movie. Right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like that is a, uh, you can have differing opinions on that movie, but that is a, a, a story that really would only work in that specific medium. I would not want to watch the 1917 TV show or book, the playthrough or book the, the... or yeah. <laughs> Game long play, because yeah. like honestly, video games are a long oneer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard someone I, I had about that movie. Someone yeah. was saying it's almost like a video game, and it was said to me by someone who I don't think plays a lot of games. Yeah, and I, I looked it up online. Other people are saying that too. To me, it reads more as like an amusement park ride, and Uncut oh, yeah, Gems yeah, yeah. felt like that too, yeah, where yeah. it's just you're along for the ride, right. and the movie is going to make you because you're you're sympathizing with the protagonist, and you're how would he get out of the situation or what would I do? How would I feel? Yeah. It felt closer to like a universal ride yeah. than a video game to me. And I think that's just because of the camera movement more than anything yeah. else. Like your distance to what's happening is the, about the distance they'd put you in a universal ride. I oh, think what is... they mean is that it's go- Sorry. No, uh, no, go. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it's goal oriented. Yeah. Like people also said edge of tomorrow was like a video game and it's like, okay, because they're using the language of video games, but it's not like a video game. It, Cause edge of tomorrow inherently has a game over element. Yeah. It's, it's about, it's essentially the, what if a movie character had extra lives? Right. And so like, okay, it's borrowing from a different medium to tell a story that could only be told, like, but I wouldn't want to play the Edge of Tomorrow video game. It doesn't. Also, that right. wouldn't exist that way. Like, yeah. So I don't. I. What would that just be? Gears of War or yeah, something? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's fun to me because it's a story. Like it's a very tightly scripted, um, specifically told and directed story in that way with elements that you recognize from a different medium. That's yeah. all. Well, that this is, is interesting though. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you guys think is like if you 
do you, have you ever watched a movie that is like a video game? That's what I'm trying to rack. I, I that's uh, what I'm saying. Scott Pilgrim's the only one that like but no, borrows the language. But it's saying. but again, I would not want to play a Scott yeah, Pilgrim. People also like say uh, Snowpiercer too. They always point to they're like it's like a boss rush, the raid or Judge Dread. Any any like Enter the Dragon, Judge Dread or. And Snowpiercer is like Blood a sport. level design. Like yeah, each, yeah. each card is a different level. But they're borrowing, the, like we're saying, the language. That's yeah. not yeah. like a game. Ready Player One? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess I guess I guess movies that really just aren't like games. Like, huh? That's that's yeah. my point. Is I yeah. I don't I don't like when we're treating them like that. Like someone saying 1917 is like that is like they're. I'm not gonna get mad at a person for suggesting it, but I. Want to because you, you know what they yeah. mean, right? Yeah, like, they're, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. they're not saying it to piss me off, right? Yeah, and yeah. I also I'm not mad about it. I'm just like it's fun to talk about what makes the strengths of both of those mediums work, and like it's so. I mean, I've talked about this before. Like part of the reason I don't like Last of Us is because it feels so much like a movie, and like they want to be a movie, and the writing and everything that's strong about it isn't coming for me from playing the game itself. Um, yeah, to which I disagree for. Specific for, like, I you can argue, like, I'm not a big shooter fan, so I'm sure there are better shooters out there. Right. I 100% fully agree. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I am so take I was so taken with the moment where you get caught in the trap and you have to shoot at the zombies upside down. And that's a that's when it works. game design Immersion thing. when yeah. you... Because yeah. the one strength of a video game is that you are... So here's what a movie is... Tra- any movie, there's like a... This, that's not even a theory. There's like a, like a thing about how when you're watching any scene in a movie you subconsciously choose the most sympathetic character on screen at that moment and you uh, play yourself as them. Yeah. So like if you're, that's why a lot of villains always have like a henchman that they abuse. Right. Because they still want you to hate the henchman or the villain, but you graft yourself onto the henchman like, oh, he's treating him poorly. I don't like that villain. Right. And so a game. I always grab myself onto the villain. I'm like, treat him worse. <laughs> I that's that what guy. I would do. Yeah. Her, for her, me. Her with, Igor. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, with yeah. me, with Last of Us, it's like, I'm a David. The villain's a David. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So yeah, in that regard, like Last of Us does succeed because it's able to push that that principle one step further, and that yeah. you are controlling the character. Also, with Last of Us, beyond like a giraffe appearance, and I have a soft spot for giraffes. Oh, but, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's Gira- my favorite part of the game. I love yeah, that. Are cool. But uh, also the ending of Last of Us, I the game forces you to make characters as Jake that I would not make as that's, me. That so the ending yeah. without spoiling it. That is my biggest criticism of the game is it is this huge character choice that you have. It nope. has nothing to do with you. It has nothing right. to do with it. There's my favorite games build up uh, the way gameplay works. Like yeah. you understand how the mechanics of this world work, what you're able to do, what choices you can make, and keep making those choices matter to you until the end of the game when all the gameplay comes in together. Yeah. And um, like, like Undertale is a lot like that. You understand that you're trying to talk people out of hurting you you're trying to diplomatically resolve rpg battles and everything's built around that and when you get to the end like <laughs> you're presented with an option where that doesn't work and yeah. you have to resolve how that's going to happen like it feels big or um even like in, in my game heartbreak high it's just like different types of breakups and different spins on how you interact with people and by the time you get to the end it's asking you why you're doing this like those you are still as a player you have agency to affect uh, at least how you feel about the ending with Last of Us, it's just you get to the end, the movie's over. Right. Yeah. And you ha- you got to interact with moments of the game in the middle and sympathize more with... I think that there's something interesting yeah. about the ending of Last of Us where it's like, 
in most games, it's like you get to the final boss, and and like the game has told you who's good and who's bad, and yeah. in most games you agree. Whereas Last of Us, you still have to do the final boss battle, but you may not agree that the boss is bad and you are good, which right. I think is That's just a subversion about, of it. It's a subversion, but it's a subversion that like the game doesn't necessarily lead up. You know why the character's making the choices that yeah. he's making and it's at also, that moment. Books like it's, it's everything about Last of Us is based on like the road by Cormac yeah, McCarthy, yeah, like yeah. and yeah. that did that like ten years earlier. Like it's yeah. to me, it's not a subversion because maybe you haven't seen it in games yet. Right. So maybe we're playing catch up in that medium. Yeah. But I mean, that's so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's it's almost cheating to me to just borrow from an established medium something that was already subversive there and just throwing it into a medium that hasn't done that yet. Yeah. yeah. And games are games are like uh, number one offenders of this because games. Yeah took so much time catching up that I remember like twists and like for Final Fantasy 7 one of my other favorite games of all time being like oh yeah they've been doing this in literature since like the 40s like they, they yeah. haven't like yeah uh, I mean there's uh, ketchup that has to take place yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's why I think we're all excited and, when ingenuity takes place yeah. that yeah, 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 yeah. couldn't happen in other mediums like, you right. want, if you yeah. want like the, the road version of video games to me that, that moment of morally gray dubiousness that's Shadow of the Colossus that's yeah. and Hot, Hotline Miami is the exact same thing where it's you are doing a task that a hundred other video games you played have asked you to do yeah. and have never asked you to question. Right. And so that's the subversion in games to me is like when when you are already so in like you understand how the mechanics of games work and now a game is flipping that on its head. Yeah. And that's what I mean, that's what books do. Like you have a good a good a good guy and then eventually yeah. what if that good guy was morally gray? Like right, that's right, not just right, books, right. that's any or anti heroes, yeah. you know. Yeah. What if you were an anti hero? Right. What if you're what if Trevor you were, oh my God. from GTA 5 and you had to torture somebody <laughs> and you had to, you can't progress if you don't. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, we were talking about comedy and video games. Uh, this conversation did pivot, which I love and I think we got to a really good place, but I think we do have to close out. I mean, what do you think, gentlemen? An hour and a half? Yeah. 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 about time to go? I could, I could talk about this show. forever. Yeah. I, could, I yeah. could literally talk about this forever. I want to fight with Alec about <laughs> yeah, yeah, Last yeah. I know, and we will. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do want to keep yeah. talking about uh, this forever, but maybe we'll, I'll have you guys back on and we can talk about uh, more like gameplay-specific things. I like also talking about like games in other mediums like like uh you know like is a choose your own adventure a game technically oh yeah i mean visual novels in general are right some of them have no gameplay elements at all right or like house of leaves is that is that a video game book (laughs) that you're on to something there because it is like it asks you more you have to jump from page to page and like it's interactive in a way most books aren't yeah uh totally but uh we are going to close out this episode of the show thank you so much for listening to video games and comedy show my name is jeremy schmidt you can find me on twitter at ocarina of crime you can also follow the show if you want at at vga comedy show on twitter alec what do you got to plug my dude that's a great question my twitter is at alec robbins um strong strong twitter name. strong twitter name it's just my name uh I, I have actually, for anyone who's in L.A., I believe the date of this is going to be February 22nd. We're doing Heartbreak High Live. Oh, oh that's fun. Which cool. is, uh, that's I, a Saturday. That's a Saturday. It's uh, It was going to be on Valentine's Day, but work did not allow for that to happen. Oh, bummer. That um, would have been cool. Follow me on Twitter for more information on that. We're going to play through the entirety of my game, Heartbreak High, a breakup simulator as an audience. They're just going to get to choose every option oh, that fun. happens together. And also... I'm going to make a, it's a one night only game. I will delete it when I'm done. It'll probably just be made in twine. Nothing too big, but um, a choose your own adventure 
that the audience can also play mm-hmm. um, of what will happen after the show ends. Oh. <laughs> and it was going to be Valentine's Day themed. I think it'll be like a date you go on after the show. Fair. Yeah. Alec, you love to do this. Uh, you're yeah. like the monk of creating art where you love a, a thing that happens once and then it disappears yeah. from <laughs> history and time I dare forever. say the Snapchat. Of yeah. The Snapchat of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, great, David. What do you got to plug? Uh, I am Zwixpix Z W I X P I X on Instagram. I'm Zwick tweets on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I should. Com- I'm thinking about just making my Twitter Zwixpix just because, like, I like that name more to than my Twitter it, name, yeah. and just to have it even. And I like, it rhymes. Yeah, and it, it's 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 honestly pretty whimsical. I also love the idea here. It's kind of cool. It's yeah. like uh, you know, you're tweeting over here, picking over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm keeping it inconsistent. And then I have a podcast called Try It, You'll Like It, where we have chefs and comedians try a food they hate one last time. And that's at Try It, Like It pod all over the internet. And Try It, You'll Like It wherever uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Great. Um, and uh, and I figured like, we'd end it we'd end it on a joke, right? Because this is the comedy. Uh, oh, boy. So we got to end on a strong joke. Can oh. we share our favorite jokes from video games? Or you... Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, sorry, if, be... you had, if you had something. No, 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 no. Okay, that, okay. That, that's way Want better. Just to pitch a joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way better than us like kind of coming up with a joke together. <laughs> I, I think like that's a recipe for Yeah, <laughs> yeah, recipe for disaster. Maybe even a problem. So, like, let's, 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 Alec, what's your favorite? Uh, oh, man. Point? Well, I, I shouldn't have said, I, I guess this is not my favorite, but one that I. I shared all the ones I did like already. One that I remember fondly was in Mother 3. You're going through this underwater segment. Okay. And yeah, yeah. a character tells you, you need to use the breathing device to get through every, every like, 60 seconds. You need to to um, to get more air to cross this underwater segment. And they, they call it a breathing device. And you walk a couple screens up, and there's just a guy underwater. And <laughs> I think he's, like, a merman. Okay, great. And he just kisses you and <laughs> does, like, CPR. And you're like, I'm the breathing device <laughs> that sends awesome. you on your way. I, I like that. That's that's a good. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's playing on your expectations there a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David, you got you got a good. That's uh, the mighty poo. The mighty poo. <laughs> that's your favorite joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I a lot. I can't believe it exists. Yeah, it's good. You know what's crazy? I'm actually gonna because it's, it's, I can't. I literally it's came to mind. So I'm gonna do it. It's it's from Mother Two or mm. Earthbound. Yeah. It is the fly gag. Mm-hmm. The, or the B, the, the beginning, the, the beginning, with yeah, the yeah. B gag, yeah, yeah. This like this like cool like intergalactic B <laughs> comes to you from the future, like to it's w- your navi almost, yeah. And then uh, uh, it just gets crushed, like kind of immediately. <laughs> Someone swats it's, it. It's kind of the game yeah. joke version of like, no matter what, make sure you. And then the intercom yeah, cuts yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, go play those moments. Have yourself a laugh and uh, good goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Me 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 me. I am the great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. A huge supply of tish comes from my chocolate starfish. How about some scat, you little twat? Do you really think you'll survive in here? You don't seem to know which creek you're in. Sweet corn is the only thing that makes it through my rear. How do you think I keep this lovely grin?